Welcome to the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. My name is Joanne McMillan from joanne.ie and I'm delighted that you have joined me. Each of the episodes are filled with coaching and lessons on how to tune into our intuition, how to become more intuitively aware and how to use our intuition as a guide in our daily life. I'm so excited to get started. So let's get into it. Hi, everybody. I hope you are really well today. You are very welcome to another episode here on the Let's Get Into It podcast. And today is such a funny day weather-wise. We've had really, really cold weather in the last couple of days. It was Baltic. And we've had mild weather up to now, but the last couple of days was really cold. Um, but today it's really bright and um, I wouldn't quite say sunny, but I'm making the most of the daylight anyway. So today's episode is a fun episode and where we're going to look at you know, ways to start practicing our intuition more. We're going to look at tools to help guide our intuition. So I'm wondering, do you have any favorite tools that you use as confirmation of things or to help guide you? You might already have a daily practice that you do this. And I know a lot of my clients use the the daily guide that I have as a download for this purpose as well. But I certainly have a few. And today I would like to share my go-to tools with you. Um, you know, and I use different ones on different occasions, you know, or however the mood strikes. <laughs> but um, I realized once again a while ago that some of my go-to tools once again originates from my childhood, um, even though they weren't called that back then. But today I recognize them as tools used to confirm my inner guidance or as additional confirmation about a decision I have to make. So one of these tools that I grew up with was a small box of cards. They were long, slim cards, kind of in pastel colours, and they were in a plastic navy box with gold lettering on them. And they were usually on a table in our hallway near the front door. And they were called kurinkorols translated as barley kernels. So literally meaning they were little seeds that you can use to plant in your day. So these little cards had scriptures from the Bible on them. And my mum would often pull one during the day and leave it out as an inspirational scripture for the day. Or other times she would pull one of these asking God for additional guidance about something specific. I actually still have these cards. They always make me smile when I see them and I would still pull one when I feel drawn to do so. I have the box left open with a lid at the bottom of the box, just like my mum used to. In fact, that's the way I keep most of my oracle type cards, um, like an open invitation to be used. And, you know, cards, and they definitely I'm going to talk about them now, is like definitely one of my favourite go-to tools. Some people buy shoes. I buy oracle cards. <laughs> it's like I love them. I love the variety of them and I use different cards for different situations or however the mood strikes on the day. So I'm wondering, do you have any favorite go-to tools that you use as a daily practice? Please let me know if you do. So some of the tools that I have used to show me the way to part from my oracle cards or or just even sometimes to confirm my gut feeling on something is a list of the following. So the first thing that I will start with is meditation or even more so shamanic journeying. You know, sometimes meditation for me is is a way just to 
empty my mind or just to come back to my breath or my body. But sometimes I do use deeper meditations like shamanic journeying um, as a, a way of guidance. So I would set a very, very clear intention before I start the, the meditation or the journey to, for, you know, and asking my inner guide um, you know, for an answer, to show me an answer around this. And, you know, if you've ever done shamanic journeying, you know, our subconscious mind talks in images and it's like to and symbols. It doesn't have language. So whichever way is your best modality um, to receive information, and we will talk about modalities in one of the other episodes, is the way that you will receive the information then. So I'm quite auditory. So sometimes I would hear or I, I'm quite um, kinesthetic. So I would just know the answer. And the journey would give me a certain type of feeling that will give me guidance. But some people get very clear visuals, you know, and visual um, around, um, you know, specific symbols or pictures or a memory that has a very specific meaning for them that they would get the answer from. So, you know, that would be definitely one of the, the tools I, I would use. And I used it a lot at some point, especially when I was training in it. And it is a beautiful, effective way. And, the, and like anything, the more you practice it, the clearer your journeys are, the clearer the information that comes back is as well. So the next thing is definitely my oracle cards. So I definitely, I love using them. Um, I actually, I had a very interesting once again today. And it's so, so funny. I've been using them for years, but they still seem to amaze me somehow. It's like, it's like, how on earth? It's like, how is this so clear? And just in last week, I had a call with somebody and I've been debating on whether I should reach out to somebody to help me and and create a collaboration around you know marketing and so on of my business and I was like will I do this is this the right time will I be able to do it financially and all of that so I had all these questions and it's like I had a great pull towards it and you know and I reached out to do it which is very new for me you know to ask for help <laughs> around certain things you know I'm the chief everything officer in my business <laughs> and it's like so that in itself was a big step for me and so we organized the call and I received their proposal and it looked great. And I thought, OK, is this the right thing to do? Will I be able to do this, you know, and, and create this collaboration? And just the previous week, I received a new box of cards. And so I don't even know what they're in them. I kind of had a quick look through the book and so on, how they work. And I've used them once only. So I don't even know what all the cards are. So I had a quick shuffle of them. And I just asked the question, is this the right thing to do right now? So the card I pulled out, at first I was a bit confused about the title because it said Soul Family. But underneath it, the subtitle was Calling Your Tribe. You don't have to do it alone. And I went, OK, <laughs> OK, I don't have to do this alone. I can't ask for help to, in my own business as well. So, um, yes, so I, I love using them. And once again, I was like, I actually read it to this person. I said, if, if we're going to work together, you would have to get used to this part of me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, that being said, I love using them. Um, I love there are certain authors whose cards I love and I love the images and, you know, how they they um, express the message on it. It's just beautiful. So the third thing is asking for signs. So I know in Ireland here, that's something a lot of people would do. And it's, you know, it is, it's, it looks differently for different people. Um, you know, very often it will, would 
be, how will I put this? You know, people in the Christian faith would often use that as asking for a sign, um, you know, and different saints would offer them that. Uh, I like to ask for signs, you know, purely sometimes in prayer, I would say, if this is the right thing to do, would you show me this? Or could you give me a clear answer around this today, please? <laughs> you know, and it's like, and I loved if you ever read Pam Grout's book, E Squared. Um, it's a, uh, She is such a beautiful and funny author. And she talks about, you know, um, using creative and uh, manifestation um, exercises and her book is about these nine exercises and the very first one is called the dude abides right and it's about asking for that sign and then being open for this sign this answer to show up so I would especially here where I live I live in a beautiful place in nature I would often ask for a sign in nature um or sometimes, you know, I'm just open to like, please give me a clear answer on this. And the answer will show up in music or in lyrics of songs. Or, you know, mum actually recently said, she goes, I don't know what is happening, but my my mobile just started playing music and I wasn't near it. <laughs> so, and it was, you know, particularly, um, you know, related to what she was asking about. So other signs could be images. You know, so, you know, it, it was funny a while back. I, you know, where I am, I'm near water and there's a lot of bird life and so on around. And I said, I would love to see a sign. And it was actually, I was reading Pam Grout's book at that moment. And I said, I would like to see a fox <laughs> because I haven't seen it. I thought this is going to be very unusual for where I live. I've never seen them. There's very little four-legged critters around, you know. And um, so the one day I just walked past um, actually one of my oracle decks and that fell off onto the ground and I picked them up and the car that landed at the very top had a fox in it <laughs> and I went oh okay <laughs> it's like be open to be being open to letting it show up whichever way it does so uh, other things is like images um if you're just open to asking for a sign you know some people would have specific things and for me it would be repeating numbers Whenever I see specific repeating numbers, I would always say thank you. Um, you know, whatever that might be, whether that whether I ask for something specific or not. Um, you know, when when I do see it and I notice it, I always say thank you. That because if I'm you know for where I am in my life or whatever, you know, so I just use it as a gratitude practice anyway. But you know, that could be another way for for you, um, to ask for a sign is in that. So another thing is using spiritual spiritual text or any text really. And I, I have done this a couple of times and sometimes um I remember in the early days of my psychotherapy practice I had little books with um positive quotes or motivational quotes or you know that kind of thing. And I had I think one of Louise Hay's power quotes or something on on my table. And very often at the end of the session I would pick up the book and I'd go, let's see what message is there for us. And I'll just flick open the book. And <laughs> I would say 99% of the time, the quote nearly summed up what the session was about. And there is no way I would have known this page, that number, you know, that quote is here. No way. It's like I would literally just pick it up, flick it open, and there the quote would be. So 
any kind of text you can use. And I know a lot of people, you know, in, in growing up and including my mum as well, would have used the Bible that way. Um, would uh, want, want, you know, asking for a specific answer and would literally pick it up, flick it open. And there the scripture would be that would confirm the, the answer. So, you know, so using text um, in whichever way, you know, for confirmation. Another way is journaling or meditative writing. You know, when you have a specific thing on your mind or you're working through something or it's like, I really need to get to the bottom of this. What is the best next thing to do is when you start writing about the topic or about the story, about the incident or whatever has happened. And you after a while, it feels like the pen is just writing by itself because it comes from a very deep place of knowing within yourself. And I know a lot of writers that actually write that way as well, that there's like, I wrote, I wrote that? How did I write that? <laughs> that they don't even always recognize their words because they go into this deep meditative place of writing. So that could be another way. And it's like they, they do write until they feel emptied out. And it's like reading back or it's like, ah, there it is. This is what this is about. So my next course of action is this, you know. And then finally, one of my favorite tools also to use is asking your body, right? So kinesiologists use this um, through muscle testing. There are plenty of um, healing modalities um, around that ask the body, um, you know, to, you know, where the practitioners literally ask the client's body for what is the next course of action? What is this issue about? You know, and, and so on. So it's like asking the body and you can do that too for yourself, I don't know if any of you know what muscle testing is. If you do, it's like where there's an um a negative answer or the 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 thing or say you have two choices and you and you test the one and it's the wrong choice, the muscle would be quite weak. So you would literally put out your arm um next to your body and hold it out straight and somebody else would press down on, on your arm and you would resist it, risk their pressing down. And when the muscles are quite weak, that means that this is not the right thing. And when the muscles remain strong, that means that it is the right thing. So it's a quite interesting thing. It's like when the body is aligned with the truth, it is quite strong. When it's the body is aligned with a lie or untruth, it becomes weak. So, you know, that's another way to test it. And all you need really is somebody to help you to do that. <laughs> the other way as well is literally to ask your body to show you a yes and a no. So it's like you're asking your body to use like a pendulum. I, I don't use pendulums. I know a lot of people do where the pendulum swings to the one direction. It means yes. And the other direction, it means no. And it's but you can do the same with your body. So, you know, I would often put my hand on my heart and ask my body to show me a yes and show me no. So very for me, very often, my body is either pulled forward or it feels like it's it's drawn back or it's like I'm losing my balance and falling backward. So it's like going through things, um, asking my body, then is this the right thing to do? It will give you a very clear indication of yes or no. I have to say that is something I'm practicing more. Um, sometimes I go, well, was that the right, was, was that right? I'm not sure. And then I'll ask for a second thing as confirmation, but I am getting better at it and I'm trusting it more. And, you know, like any muscle you practice and you exercise, the stronger that becomes. I actually have a friend that shops that way. <laughs> so there we go. It's like, uh, there's, 
two, two types of ginger there. It's like, which one is the best one for me? And he would actually pick up the ginger and ask his body who, which one is the most, um, which has the best life force in it for for him. <laughs> so it takes a very long time to shop. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so I'm I'm sure there are plenty of other tools, but these are my go-to things. And I would love to hear from you if you use something else as well that you find useful, and maybe I could include that in 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 my life too. But there is a word of advisement around these things. And it's like, it is really, really important that you clear out as much of the emotional junk as you possibly can in order to get a much clearer guidance. Because it's funny, you know, when I'm in a state of panic, stress or just general negative, the cards tend to be negative, you know, <laughs> or they, you know, they, they, they don't, they don't just don't relate at all. Or maybe I just don't see that they relate at all. Make sure that you look after your vessel. So clear out the stuck, stuck and stagnant energy um, and your guidance and to whatever tool you use will be so much clearer. And, um, you know, when we keep our bodies clear, you know, like we spoke about before about, you know, looking after your vessel and taking your meds. So, do you know, doing those practices, the meditation, the exercise, diet, spiritual practice, having all of those practices to keep you in a place of balance and clarity and so on, your your guidance will be so much clearer and you will really hear your voice a lot clearer. So, you know, just... A word of advisement as well. And I think that is very often why we always externalize our guidance, you know, from other people or um, eventually we'll go to. So now that has happened to me often, you know, clients say a new client and the, the book and they talk about these things and I go, well, maybe it's this or that. And then they said, I, I already knew that. <laughs> it's like they literally just came to the session as a confirmation for something they already know. And I often said that to my clients, it's like, you already know this. It's like, I'm just telling you something you already know. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think when we are uncertain, it's that we need more practice in it, but also the clearer we are. Um, it's like keeping the pipe unclogged, yeah? Um, yeah, the clearer the messages would be. So on that note, I'm going to leave it there for today. Uh, it was my joy to spend time with you again, like always. I would love to hear about the tools that you use. And, you know, let's get into it. Let's get more into our intuition and into our guidance. And I wish you a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Let's Get Into It coaching podcast. I just loved sharing with you today. And I truly believe that our intuition is one of our most important tools to help guide us on our journey through life. Join me again on the next episode when we will talk about more ways we can increase our intuitive intelligence. This is your host, Joanne Macmillan from joanne.ie. And until next time, let's stay into it.